Hey everyone, just wanted to give you all a quick little update about Rare Candy, the Pokemon podcast. We are now on all major podcast platforms. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. So please take the time to figure out where you want to listen and engage with us and tune in. We will also be offering some additional tiers for our listeners, fans, and supporters, and there will be um, an area where you can support us. So any donations that you want to make so that we can make this the best listening experience possible for you, feel free to do it and just keep on listening. Also, um, whatever platform you're listening on, please go in and rate us as it definitely helps us to keep the podcast going and making it the best we can make it. So, that being said, let's get this episode started. We'll catch you in a minute. It's Rare Candy, the Pokemon Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. We are back. We took a small hiatus, folks. Yes. But we're back. Yes, as you probably know, we are busy. We do have jobs. We do have lives. So we do have a baby. We do have a baby. That's that's I I think that everybody as a parent can use that as a legitimate excuse for anything and everything. So that's our excuse. And you might hear her in the background today through this episode. Number one, she. She might end up being the biggest Pokemon fan in the house. Yep, she already is. Fingers crossed. Uh, and number two, <laughs> she's got a lot of energy this morning, and she's waking up from her nap. So, But we're back, and we're ready to give you another thrilling episode. We're ready to talk about two episodes here. Of Num- the anime. Number one, uh, episode 12. Is here comes the Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad, baby. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you just gotta look up Squirtle Squad and it'll bring a smile to your face seeing a group of Squirtles wearing sunglasses. I know, I love them. I honestly. Okay, wait. If you were a Squirtle in this situation, would you I'd want... be the Circle Sunglasses. You would like the Circle Sunglasses? That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna ask. I was wondering. Circles. So, but the the head Squirtle, the leader of the Squirtle Squad is, plot twist, I mean, not plot twist, it's foreshadowing, is gonna be Ash's Squirtle. He's the leader. He's got these, well, I mean, well, what do you call those? I would call them rocker shades. Rocker shades. Yeah. Literally what I'd call rocker them. Shades? Like he is shredding on the guitar and he's he's got those pointy, pointy 80s rocker shades. Yeah, maybe shades. And the others got their round shades. They're I like the round sick. ones too. I think they're cute. Yeah, it looks like Ozzy or something. Maybe anyway. those are also rocker shades. Yeah. All right, well... Let's get started. So, um, Squirrel Squad, if you don't know anything about them, the beginning of this episode starts as the gang together again. They are walking the streets, um, headed to their next destination as they fall into a pitfall. Uh, it's a 
you know, classic move by by uh, Team Rocket. That you, that's what you think. You're like, oh, it's Team Rocket at it again, right? Nope, it's uh, Squirtle Squad, and they are they're just pulling all kinds of tricks in this. Um, that as that that's what they do. They just pull tricks on everybody in town, I guess. It's pretty. I mean, they're up to no good. Um, and they are a resourceful, a resourceful group of little squirtles. Um, it's pretty sad because you know, come to find out, they're not just doing mischievous, 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 mismagious, right. mischievous <laughs> things just to do them. Uh, they have an actual reason behind them. They were, they were hurt, you know, by their original trainers. So, so it's a common theme. I mean, this theme upon. is is just a common theme within the whole anime, but also, but like mostly within the last three episodes, counting this one, and then the one with Charmander, and the one where they acquire Bulbasaur, um, as they were all abandoned Pokemon. I wonder, you know, kind of the thought behind why were the three like main. Like, Ash's main Pokemon, main, like, starter Pokemon. Why were they all, you know, abandoned? And why was that the theme that they wanted to go with, I wonder? You know, because you're supposed to you're supposed to build that bond. It's all about the bond. And obviously there's a bunch of trainers setting off on their journey. These, these young bucks that, you know, they know nothing about the bond. That they should be creating with their Pokemon. So in real life, you know, like dogs, man's best friend. Pokemon is man's best friend. I thought this was funny when um, they realize that it's Squirtles. When they get out of the hole, they're looking at the Squirtle Squad, and they're like, and Ash pulls out his Pokedex, like, what are these? And they're like, Squirtle. And it's a the you know Dex dude is like, long neck Pokemon, and you're like, what neck? He doesn't have an neck. Is he a giraffe? I have never no. seen a single episode where Squirtle is reaching out his neck. I've never like even seen Pokemon. his neck. That's what I'm saying. Why did they have to add that in there? I Some of the Pokede- Pokedex entries, guys, I mean, are just baffling. If you go back and and, and pay attention to them in the uh, anime, they're, a lot of them just seem like they don't make sense or you try to figure out what they were what they were thinking when writing them um, as compared to, you know, ones in the games or Pokedex entries um, in other other um, generations in the anime, you know, because I feel like they get better, which that could pose some interesting trivia questions is trying to guess the Pokedex entries. Or guess the Pokemon based on the Pokedex entry, entries. Yeah. Like that, like you would have no idea. The long neck Pokemon. Like- Drafferig. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so um, Squirtle Squad, they hear the cops are coming with this uh, the siren. And they they leave. They're like, we're out of here. We're not getting caught. Because they're just, they're just like little delinquents. They're just running. They're on the run constantly from all of the trouble they're causing in town. Um, which leads us to Officer Jenny... Being like, oh, where did Squirtle Squad go? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so then the gang is at the... What do you call it? Where Jenny 
doesn't work. Uh, I mean, the station, I guess. The station, police station, whatever. And um, Officer Jenny refers to the Squirtle Squad as, she says, they call call themselves the Squirtle Squad. And I'm like, how can they refer to themselves as the Squirtle Squad? And you know that that's what they're saying. When all they can say is Squirtle. <laughs> Technically, they're referring to themselves as Squirtle Squirtle. Yeah, Squirtle Squirtle Squirtle. But I guess if you think about it from the point of view of how Ash is able to talk to Pikachu, all he says is Pika, Pika, Pikachu, but he can understand it. So it's very interesting. I guess you got a point. Maybe she, you know, understands Squirtle language. I don't know. Usually, Officer Jenny's, they aren't. I'm not saying they aren't the brightest tools in the shed, but they're quick to assume. They are. And they don't usually solve the case until the gang gets there. Wow, couldn't have done it with my 10-year-old friends. (laughs) (laughs) With all my experience, my entire family. Entire family. Every single cousin. I think the picture, I counted that she pulled up their picture of all of her cousins who are named Jenny. They're all identical. They're all identical. With the name Jenny and that's some strong all the same. genes, folks. Strong that's, genes. That's what Ash said. That's a strong family resemblance. It's like it's like your family. Mm, not quite. I mean, my we had our daughter, and it's just it's just Brianna made over, and I'm trying to figure out where I am. Mm, non-existent. Five months old, and she's really funny already. So that's from Dad. Yeah, sure. Well, Jenny says, yes, all these Squirtles have been abandoned. And, you know, making their sap story. But they're all just little delinquent Squirtles being little stinkers. (laughs) So then we kind of come into Team Rocket as, you know, they're thinking up a plan. They're concocting a plan. They are, they are, but they, uh, they're hungry. So before they can, you know, figure out their plan for stealing these Pokemon in this episode, they're hungry. They need some sustenance, some brain food, if you will. And, uh, I resonate with, uh, James in this episode. I have a very special connection with him because, uh, he's complaining to Jesse about eating pizza for every meal. That's that's hateful. And now I love pizza. You call me pizza connoisseur. No. But I don't want to always eat pizza. Um, and my wife would I always do. eat pizza. I could probably eat pizza almost every day. Mind you, I'm also a personal trainer. <laughs> but but he specifically says, James specifically says, ooh. Uh, what about he's like oh Chinese food I want some Chinese food and like I died because that's me be it a personal trainer or not baby you take me to an Asian buffet and I'm a okay that is just one of the finest things in life right there I noticed in this episode that this is like the first time that like we see James's voice starting to change and get better into like what it's supposed to actually sound like it's really funny like it's not quite there but, but it's, 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 it's on it's the brink of there. being right 
to perfection. It's, so it's if close. anybody else is like following along and, you know, watching the episodes from the beginning too, we would like to know, like, if you notice this kind of stuff or if this bothers you. I mean, from the beginning, it definitely bothers me, but I can tell when it starts to get better and then I can be like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> enjoy it more. yeah it, it makes it makes a world just of because difference. team rocket's voices their their characters are so iconic and they have to and they're so funny but they're not as funny at the from the very beginning yeah because their voices don't match up so their jokes and everything they say their lines they're not aren't yeah. as funny as they, they don't really they come into their be. character as at the beginning they kind of you know as the show goes on they get you know funnier and funnier and more dramatic but one thing so um the example of his voice almost being there for this episode is as they're you know they're hungry they've actually packed themselves a a picnic and they're about to eat it but the squirtles you know they they dug another hole and it trapped team rocket with it team rocket falls into the pit pit hole and then squirrels take their food then the squirrels tie squirrels the squirrels tie them up um, and they're like in the tree and they're watching the squirtles eat all their sandwiches. And James is like, oh, they're eating all the sandwiches. So it's stuff like they're drinking that. all the lemonade. Oh, the lemonade. So it's just funny stuff like that that he says that just makes the show so much better. They're, they realize that like these squirtles are they're pretty good at what they're doing, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. And they they. They are a, just a group of squirtles, and they tied up two delinquents. So and the meow. The which, you know, Team Rocket's like, all right, what if we got you know this squirtle squad here to to help us? Help us. We worked get, with them. Get the uh, we're two groups of the baddies. Twerps. The twipes. There we go. Nice job. <laughs> and they basically hire them out, but the squirtles don't listen to humans. They. They don't. They don't trust humans. Not anymore. They were. They were ready and willing to be perfect Pokemon, powerful Pokemon, trained Pokemon, and you know they got stabbed in the back. So, which leads us into a in a, another Pokemon getting stabbed in the back. Um. Uh, so, you know, after Team Rocket proposes this to Squirtles, um, they're gonna mess with the game. To get Ash's Pikachu, of course. That's that's always the plan. That's their goal. That's the goal. They got to get this strong Pika, and uh, Squirtle Squad's like, mm, you know what? Let's do it. You know what? We're bad. You're bad. We can be baddies together and make some things happen. Mess with these these trainers, these these humans. So uh, they end up holding, they end up holding, uh, the trainers hostage, Ash, Brock, and Misty. And uh, they're fishing, and uh, I'm just laughing to myself because our daughter is literally screaming right now. <laughs> so we're going to take a short break and come right back. But before they do uh, hold them hostage, they come up with this plan to get them, and uh, a squirtle pops up out of the water, and uh, they're like, oh, squirtle. So they, you know, they, they battle it, and Pikachu ends up in the water and you know as a mouse he's not the best swimmer compared to you know a squirtle or something else so here comes a goldine underwater and if you know what goldine look like they got this big old horn on their head yeah and and that leads me into 
you know, an additional Pokemon getting stabbed in the back in this episode. So Pikachu's trying to swim away. Just can't do it. Just can't. Just can't do it. Just can't paddle quick enough. He literally gets stabbed in the back by the horn. Pops up out of the water. Pikachu is in bad shape. Um, needs a super potion. Needs to go to the Pokemon is that or what the they Pokemon were Center. To get? Is it, I yeah. didn't know what kind of potion it was. Yeah, so they're still let's they're still pretty early um, in their journey. So in the games too, you know, you only have access to specific items as you progress. So the further you get along in your journey, further you get along into the cities and badges, um, you get better items. So they would only have access to super potions, I think, at this point. They would not have access to like a hyper potion or a a full restore or a max potion. So that's what they're trying to heal Pikachu with. And it's all that he should need because, you know, depends on the level of Pokemon and how much HP you can heal in the games. So I thought that was pretty cool um, reference. Um, So, yeah, the gang is tied up and Pikachu's in bad shape. So it's like, what's going to happen if they can't heal Pikachu? So Ash is literally pleading to the squirtles like on his knees on his knees like he cries which is sad like i have to go get this i promise i'll come i'll come back um and then you can do whatever but i gotta heal pikachu so they let him free they have a heart squirtles do because you know pikachu's actually pokemon too and he goes and gets it now as soon as he gets into town to uh, get the potion, Gary is coming out of the door of the Pokemon and hits Ash so hard with the door that it knocks him out. And he ends up sleeping overnight. For the entire night, he's out. Now, the bad thing about that is that Ash was supposed to be back by noon next no, day. Yeah, the next day. So... He still has some time, but he's got to hurry. Team Rocket, on the other hand, because when they're when the gang is tied up, they're Meowth is with the Squirtles too, with the Twerps, and they're waiting for Team Rocket to get back with everything they need um, for their plan. Everything they need. They walk into this shop with like a big old bazooka. I don't even know what the bazooka. They're like, I'm gonna rob this store. They're like. Give us all of the... What do they ask for? I can't even remember. I don't remember We either. just watched this episode. I can't even we remember what they asked We should have wrote that down. For. It was something... It was some kind of... Anyway, it was something to make a... a <coughs> Explosions. Bomb. Yeah, something to make a bomb. And then all of the dental floss you have. That, yes. We're very, very confused about that. Um, but they robbed the shop. Basically shoot it up. I don't know what they shoot, but some kind of bazooka. I think it's like sticky stuff or something. Yeah. But um, then Ash goes in, and they're all the people in the shop are all freaking out. They're like, you know, putting guns to to Ash. And thank goodness, Officer Jenny comes in. And she's like, "Stop what you're doing, Ash! She's not a part of Team Rocket." Yeah, and um, Ash ends up going with Jenny. I thought it was interesting though. This is like one one of a couple episodes we've seen with guns in it. Yeah. And there are a couple episodes that were banned in the OG anime. Um, I think for different reasons. Maybe like flashing screens and things that maybe caused could cause an epileptic seizure. 
Um, there was a, what is the weird episode? There's one episode, though, that's very specific. It's like the Porygon one, I think, that's banned. There's another one with a gun. But yeah, there's a couple episodes with guns, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of surprised that they were able to keep this um, streaming in the States. Um, and maybe it's different now, too, that it's on uh, Netflix and different different platforms. But Yeah, I'd like to see if, you know. Just because of what the show is rated. What it will keep showing us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Officer Jenny realizes the situation, and she's gonna give ass ass ash. <laughs> We're gonna leave that in the show, folks. <laughs> ash, ash. Anyway, she gives Ash a ride on um, her motorcycle. So they come up to this raggedy bridge, you know. One of the classic anime, Pokemon, or cartoon, I know we've talked about these before, bridges that are made of rope and wood, and you know, and every single time that they show up, they break. Every Every time. time. I think that there hasn't been a single time that they haven't broke. Well, of course, Ash, you know, is on this one, and it breaks, but by the time they come up to it, they gotta get back, and they... (laughs) can't get across but my question is jenny officer jenny lives there she knew that that's where the bridge was and she's on a motorcycle was she just gonna ride over the bridge over that raggedy bridge in in a motorcycle and why shouldn't shouldn't there be at least one alternative route across this deep trench I mean, there's got to be. Obviously, there is because they get back to Pikachu and the Squirtles in the in the group a different way. Right. They so kinda, why would you even way. want to risk going over that bridge to begin with? But it's as if, like she went right up to the bridge as if like she's done it a hundred times. In she a probably motorcycle. Why it's broken? In a motorcycle. Literally. Like, there's planks missing and everything. Like, it's just horrible. So, right. so yeah. They, they they don't take that way. They don't take oh, the bridge. They just get back. They, they get, get back, back to their friends. Some and, unknown way. Um, Squirtle Squad ended up, you know, they were bluffing. They were bluffing, and they actually did not do anything. One thing that they said that they were going to do, mm-hmm. if Ash wasn't back, was dye Misty's hair purple. And that was like all hell broke loose. Yeah. Thing. Like, absolutely not. Ash, you better get back or I'm going to kill these squirtles. You know what? I think it's interesting that they said that they were going to dye her hair purple because I'm pretty sure purple is the color of a shiny squirtle. So maybe they like the color purple. Oh, interesting. Interesting thought. You know, it's pretty out there, but maybe. Obviously, out there. Too out there for her. Yeah. So, uh, they let the the gang go, and um, as this is happening, of course, this whole thing is just a a rouge. Is that the right word? A a ruse? A A ruse? A ruse? Baton rouge? I don't know what I'm saying. Plan? Plan. Scheme. Scheme. A scheme. A scheme from Team Rocket, of course. (laughs) 
as a big bomb blows on the side of a cliff and they're like oh gosh we gotta you know do something about this right what do they do what do they do yeah what do they do you tell me well um i mean they gotta get they gotta get take cover because team rocket's just like throwing these little bombs that oh and they created and it like sets like the the forest on fire right so, so they have to they can't they can't really escape they gotta like take cover in the cave that they were in so they run into the cave but squirtle the main squirtle the the uh, leader squirtle the rocker squirtle he's stuck on his back like a regular turtle would be uh, just stuck on his back he can't get up team rocket's getting closer with their bombs and ash is like i'm not leaving this squirtle behind and he takes cover he t- he gives he covers the squirtle with his own body he shields him with his own body because you know ash is loyal and he's a friend to all pokemon and squirtle has just like tears from that and they're like, Squirtle, he's like, Squirtle, go without me. And Squirtle's like, heck no. And literally picks up Ash above his head. That's the best part of the whole episode. Carrying him above his head as Squirtle just has tears. Just like crying. Streaming. Just streaming down his face. It's just it's just like a it's funny wholesome. moment. It's and wholesome, all, Yes, it's so wholesome. He's like, Squirtle. <laughs> As he's just running with him with this huge power that he's got now. And he's like, oh, I gotta save Ash. And so he does. And it's a, it's an awesome moment, too, because after he saves Ash, um, the Squirtles get together. And they beat Team Rocket. They blast them off. Blast them off at the speed of light. At the speed of light. And everything that was on fire, the Squirtle Squad comes together and they're like, you know what, we can put this out. We can do this. Well, actually, it's interesting because Ash is the one that's like, hey, guys, use your power of mm-hmm. your water gun together and put out this fire that was created. So, yeah. And they're like, Squirtle. Fire fighting Squirtles. Yep. So they become the town's official fire team. Fire, uh, fire, fire squad. Fire squad. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. And then they take that picture with like the kimonos or the or no the fire outfits on and it's a um what does that picture resemble? You know, I'm talking about like the actual picture in Japan. You mean the background? Yeah. The flag, the Japanese flag. No, 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 like the the whole picture pays homage to to an actual picture in Japan of some sort. I'm not sure. Uh, we need to figure this out. I'm going to look it up. Well, as she's looking that up, we don't want to give too much of a pause. We'll get back and uh, we will introduce. So that's the end of that episode, but we will introduce the next episode. Oh, wait. No, we forgot to say that as they leave town, Squirtle decides he's going to join the gang and... and uh, Become Ash's Pokemon. I mean, how could he not? So he follows them along, and he's like, Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle. Basically saying, I want to... That was was a good impression. (laughs) He said he wants to come along and join Ash's team. Sorry, I I mean, that's a huge, important 
It's hard. <laughs> I don't even know how I could forget something like that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Also, we got to pick the Pokemon oh, of the episode. Oh, my word. I am just... I guess I'm just ready for the next episode. I don't know. That's a good one, too. Um, So, Honestly. favorite... Favorite Pokemon of this episode. I mean, you have to be stupid if you don't pick Squirtle, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... It's pretty much a given. I mean, unless you want to pick uh, Goldeen. No, Goldeen. No. No, Goldeen. That was just rude. She just stabbed Pikachu in the back. I assume that the Goldeen was a she. I don't know. I assume that all Goldeens are she's. Goldeen, Goldeen, Goldeen. Is that wrong? Like. Well, they evolve into Sea King, so I mean, I, I don't know. Oh my goodness, that's true. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even Kings, make sense. Kings can be either gen- gender. It's fine. And. That is true. I, honestly, though, how do we feel about Goldeen as a Pokemon? Honestly. Do we like Goldeen? I don't really care for Goldeen. I don't really care for Sea King either. I just feel like Goldeen is so sassy because of her eyes. The eyes. Her lips. She's got. Goldeen, Goldeen, Goldeen. Plus, Misty just always loses with Goldeen. She she like never won with Goldeen, and I wish. Why that... does she use Goldeen? Here's the thing: Does Goldeen evolve? And maybe we'll see this in the episode, guys. But I don't know. Does Goldeen evolve into Sea King? Because I'm pretty sure she has a Sea King too. And the, and Misty does this with her Pokemon. Like she, she has, has to have both versions. She does have both versions, so I wouldn't be surprised if she did have both. I don't know why she does that. That's like the typical fisherman trainer, though. Well, there's also. I mean, this is only the first gen. I mean. She doesn't have too many choices. She's a water Pokemon trainer. She only has water Pokemon. She doesn't have, you know, Squirtle. She doesn't have, you know, all the other kinds of water Pokemon. So I guess maybe she just doesn't have a lot of choices. True. Yet. That's true. She gets better as it goes. All right. Well, that's the end of that episode. It was a good one. That one. Got us a nice Squirtle pal on our Yes, because squad that note. is the... So the, the <laughs> three in a row, um, we got Bulbasaur, Charmander, and now we got Squirtle. Those are the, you know, abandoned Pokemon that are part of Ash's team. So we're going to go right into episode 13, Mystery at the Lighthouse. It starts out... So, starting with this episode, the gang is, of course, walking on their way to their next destination as Ash is bragging that he has two shiny, beautiful badges and he's working on getting his third badge. Um, Misty, of course, is always judging, making fun of Ash, and she's like, dude, you only have two badges and you didn't even really earn them. Yeah, she she does not give Ash any validation. No credit. Whatsoever for getting these two badges, you know, because they're literally from her and Brock. <laughs> which which is, you know, it could go it could go both ways, you know. They he got the badges from them, which, you know, if she wanted to brag about him having the badges, it's you know, being from two very strong gym leaders. Yeah. She right. could that way, but she's Flipping it the other way and being like, "Look, you didn't even earn them. We just gave right. them to you." And not even that, not even that he's not earning his gym badges, but she's also making fun of him for not even catching his own Pokemon. All of his Pokemon up to now have followed him and for the just, most part. 
not Pidgeotto. He caught Pidgeotto and he caught Caterpie. Caterpie yeah. I guess that's but true. for the most part, I mean, the three that people would say matter the most, the three starters. He has seven Pokemon now. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, because he caught a yeah. Krabby. But yeah. He, well, he's about to catch Krabby. He's about to have seven. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Literally, I'm about to say that just now. Literally about to say that. It's the next point I was about to say is that he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go catch some Pokemon. And he finds a little tiny, teeny tiny Krabby, which I love Krabby. Krabby's I... one of our favorites. Have I said how much I love Krabby? I love Krabby. I love Kingler. It's just something about the way he says cookie, 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 cookie. So he finds Krabby as, you know, Krabby's just minding his own business, just foaming at the mouth. Can we just talk about that for a second? What's up with what's up with Krabby foaming at the mouth? Um Is it a is it a nervous thing? I or? thought it was like an actual crab thing. But I think you're confusing. I think I made that fa- up. fiction with nonfiction. I don't know. Also, for some reason, I just keep thinking that, like, when I see crabby foam from the mouth, all I can think about is sea foam islands in Kanto. If anybody has any, uh, just any notice on you know what's up with crabby foaming at the mouth is it like a is, is it like an actual thing that crabs do i don't like in do, real do you life? think crabs have saliva no no i'm, I'm t- i mean like bubbling for some kind of special reason like underwater uh-huh. like as a mechanic to like uh-huh. for their prey or something look it up you can look it up while i'm talking about this all right i'll figure it out so crabby so he's catching crabby Crabby is really small. Crab is like the size of an actual crab at the, at like the beach. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to get this crabby. He catches it and it gets into the ball. <laughs> and all of a sudden the ball just disappears and Ash is freaking out. He's like, wow, where did the ball go? And Brock and Missy are just like, are you an idiot? Once again, you don't this know is anything. This is basic. This is, yes, right. I mean, first of all, if an, if anybody's watching the show, you're probably also confused. But then once Misty brings up, Ash, don't you know about the rule that you can only have six Pokemon at one time? And Ash is like, no. <laughs> of course not. I don't know anything. I mean, if you play, if you play the games, um, you, you know, know, it's you the same with games. You can only have six Pokemon in your team at once. So he doesn't even know. I mean, I guess it's kind of crazy that you're ball would just disappear especially in the 90s <laughs> just straight up transport that's true you know what is this technology yeah you just press a button in your pokedex and it transports it brock is literally like yeah it sends a signal it sends a signal so that you can transport your pokemon and ash just like you what right like he's baffled he's baffled but then he's like okay well where does it go and they're like well it goes wherever you got your pokedex of course, um, that would be to Professor Oak. Right. Um, also, I have the very obvious answer. Oh. And crabs do foam at the mouth in real life. No way. And it's very obvious of why. Why? Uh, the foaming at the mouth might look like the crab is in distress when it <gasps> happens, as sometimes it is. But in healthy crabs, mouth bubbling comes from the crab breathing air instead of water. 
All Stop. crabs have gills, and all gills need Wait. to be wet to work properly. Crab veins bring carbon crabs dioxide, loaded blood, and loaded blood to the gills. So, um, basically, crabs blow bubbles because that's how their gills expel carbon dioxide. Okay, shout out to the creators of Pokemon for putting these just great small details in the show that are like, See? I mean, this is why I ask these questions because I'm like, there's gotta it. be a reason that they do this. And obviously I'm not a freaking marine biologist, so I don't know anything about crabs. Right. But that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool little tidbit of facts. So there you go. We don't we don't need your answer. We got it ourselves with Google. Thank you, Google. Um. But the qu- the other question is that makes sense for like a crab breathing underwater, but crab is just crabby's just like out in the air. He's just chilling. I love crabby. He's got to be. All right, hold to, on. To be completely hold honest, on. wait, do I have crabby on my? Yep, I have crabby on my team. Uh, do I? Do I? Um, I think crabby's on my Kanto team as well. No. Like, no, he's not. <gasps> do we want to talk about that? It's because you took him from me. Do, I don't do have we a want, single. Do we have want, a single okay, water wait, type. Wait, wait. Okay. After this episode, can we talk about our teams? Oh, I think yeah. we're getting far we enough to. into this where we want to start talking about our. This teams. is this is sad. Okay. okay. We'll move so on. So we're moving on. Um, as I said, that they're they're telling Ash, they're explaining to Ash what happens to um your Pokemon when you catch them and you already have too many Pokemon um on your team, um. So he's like, okay, well, Professor Mo- Professor Oak must get them. And he's like, oh, no. And he imagines Professor Oak eating, uh, is he eating, like, ramen? Well, no, he calls him. He calls him. I know, but he's imagining him eating ramen first. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's then, real worried, so that's why he calls him. he's eating Krabby with his ramen. And so then they, they end up, all right, we got to go um find a phone and then they're like okay well where are we first of all um so they're looking around and they find this big old lighthouse and they're like oh perfect they they gotta have a phone there right so they get there and (laughs) let's talk about this um this really cool door on the lighthouse you remember what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, it shows all the legendary Pokemon. No, or not not just legendary. It, ju- it shows just a, bunch a bunch of, of them. Ones. It shows a bunch of really. My what I pointed out in this episode in this <clears throat> door was that these are um, Pokemon that are you know found already, um, but I noticed that Mewtwo was on this door, and this is way too early for Mewtwo to even be a thing yet. Um, what's interesting though is, so this, they end up finding in this tower, this is, uh, Bill's tower or Bill's lighthouse. Um, and Bill is a famous Pokemon, the famous Pokemon. You know what I just realized? What? I just realized that they did the whole thing of Krabby being transported on purpose to his, to the box as Bill was the one that created that. Right. It goes hand in hand yeah, for this episode. Hand, right. Yeah, Bill created the the box system for you know keeping your po- organizing your Pokemon and storing them and and being able to to keep more than um, six somewhere else after you'd caught some. So also, did we did we touch on how big Ash's Not yet, was? Because we haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um. So they got because they're just getting to the lighthouse, so we they haven't right. called him yet. Right. Um. 
so yeah so they get inside this lighthouse and um they find uh, where were i must have not have put that down here um well they find him bill as he's talking oh you know what they call they call first i don't want to get ahead of myself they call, they find the phone and they call professor oak first and Krabby's in the background, and thank goodness yes. he's not—he's not being eaten by Professor Oak. Um, but he says, "Oh well, that's just—you know—what what are the chances? Gary just sent me over a Krabby and too. And it's much bigger than yours. Look how big it is. It's, it's massive. twice the size of Ashes. I think it's like four times the size. It's insane. <laughs> it's large, and um, Ash is feeling a little discouraged that you know he's only caught." Seven, he only has seven Pokemon, and and one Gary, of them, Gary's is you know obviously so much better and bigger. But Gary has caught forty-five Pokemon. I mean, come on, Ash, that's a, get it together. That's a big difference. That's sheesh. talk about not performing against your rival. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting is that we are watching. I don't remember which one we were. We were watching the origins and they were showing the red versus blue and how um, the relationship between blue and his Pokemon, even though he was a winner and he lost in the end and Oak in that part Let of him that have show it. Was like you don't have the relationship with your Pokemon, even though you caught all of the Pokemon and you were super strong. And you're strong. It just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that even relates to this show, the regular po- Pokemon anime. That Gary, even though he is out there to try to catch them all, literally, he's just it's not enough. And he's he's training super strong. So I mean, early on in the anime, we see. Um, Gary battling, and he seems to be much stronger than Ash. He's strong, and strategy. he's he's a he's much more ahead of Ash. Yeah, but that's the good thing is that Ash takes his really really sweet time, and he's taking his time to care for his Pokemon, to care and build relationships with his Pokemon, and he's not worried about the numbers. Right, um, he's not worried about having a vast. I mean, amount of I know that I'm gonna trash him. Trash Ash. For letting so many go that he could have had. Yes. So many great Pokemon. Right. That is the thing that hurts. It's like, dude, please catch it. Please catch that. Please catch that and use it. So many times we see that, but. I don't know. But anyways. So yeah, Gary has 45. He has seven. Um, and that's when we hear, you know, Prof Professor Oak, and he's like, oh well. You're at Bill's lighthouse, huh? Well, you need to learn some things from Bill. So they find Bill in a giant Kabuto um, costume. costume. This thing is high tech. It is. I mean, this is supposed to be the 90s. This is not just some ordinary. Uh, what's that Mascot Halloween store? Or... What's that Hall- Hall- Halloween Hall- store? Spirit Halloween. Halloween, Halloween Express. Express. Yeah. This is not a Halloween Express quality costume, people. Oh, this geez. this is high tech. There's a whole button for his arms to get popped off. Yeah, he's he is stuck in the costume because he really wanted to to be 
and he feel he like Kabuto. To be in the skin of yeah. Him. See how see how the Pokemon is from the inside. Because he's a Pokemon researcher, right? So he couldn't reach the button because of the short arms of the Kabuto costume, and um, they have to push the button for him. And literally, the whole thing like slides off in high tech fashion. It's really cool. I wish I had a costume like that. I mean, I I I mean, I wish I had a costume like that that wouldn't get me stuck inside of it. But just like super intense, yeah, super, super intense, good quality, super, like just. I mean, which what would you want to be in? What I want to be just a Kabuto? Mm, no, no, no. I wouldn't want to be a Kabuto. Maybe like a a Scyther, or like a no, maybe not a Scyther. I wouldn't want a high tech costume that would with sharp scythes. Uh, well, I mean, it'd probably be pretend. So I think you'd be okay. I don't know. There'd be a lot of good choices. Yes, of course. So, oh, okay. So Bill, you know, they're talking about things. And Bill brings up this mysterious Pokemon that he's been seeing or hearing more of. He, I think he said, did he see it? Has he seen it at all? Maybe once? Uh, Not like really close. I don't think he's seen it. I think he's just, just been heard hearing. it. He's been, you know, um, speaking with it. This, and this is where my questions come in here. He gives this specific detailed answer of, of uh, recording the Pokemon's calls. And it's talking to him. And somehow he knows what the Pokemon is saying. Right. How? How is that possible? I don't. Because he's Bill, the famous Pokemon researcher, I guess. Um, but, like, I don't know if he's built some kind of translation device. I would like to know that, it, like, if this, at this point in the show, if they kind of just, like, did this and they didn't really know where they were going with it. Like, and I wonder if they knew know what because you know we're about to say what we saw um what it is but like the size of it and obviously he can understand it like we don't hear anything about that ever again never it is just something in this anime episode that they went a direction with and decided to do and never revisited i think you're uh forgetting that you oh i'm not forgetting it We'll just tell you what the Pokemon is. It's a it's a Dragonite. It's clearly a Dragonite. Yes. But this Dragonite is gigantic. It's, it, it it's like Godzilla. Like I, you took the words out of my mouth. It is. I know you were trying to say before I did. Yeah, I was. It is Godzilla. It's the Dragonite. Of Godzilla. And Why? let me tell you, if you played Sword and Shield, and if you experienced Galar. Is the real is actually the size of Barney? Yes, yes, he is. But if you played Sword and Shield and went through the region of Galar, you know all about Dynamax, folks. Yeah, this is the original Dynamax, Giganamax. No like th- they they revisited this. You did have red eyes to the OG anime. Eyes. Yes, and they said, "Oh, this this generation has to have a gimmick." What are we going to do in Gen 8? What are we going to do? And they said, you know what? Let's revisit our roots. There's and you no know what way. Pokemon we love? Dragonite. Dragonite. And they saw, and they, they've revisited this episode, and they were like, you know what? What if we just made them gigantic? You really think that's... There's just, I don't know. We We've never them. seen it again until and Dynamax. And keep in mind, this is just like a shadow of it. They're like... Yeah. Uh, 
a silhouette, silhouette almost. Like a it's, silhouette. it's him, you can see what it but is. it's so foggy and he's still not as close as he needs to be for it to be like, you know, you can see, you can't see its colors right. or whatever, but you know that it's Dragonite. Um, but it's really interesting that they decided to do that. I would really love to know why. So, but uh, what I was going to say that you forgot to say that um, I liked this note that you made that you said that uh, this guy, Bill, must have taken a Rosalia stone course in Pokemon language. Definitely. <laughs> I did forget that I wrote that down. And Listen I'm to that. I'm surprised people. that you didn't you know, want to throw that out there. So Because he was talking to the Pokemon and to understand it, he took a Rosalia stone course. Now, hopefully, you know all about Rosalia. Beautiful Pokemon. Beautiful Pokemon. Yeah, I love Rosalia too. Um, well, uh, what else about this episode? I feel like that's kind of. I mean, that is that I is mean... the entire gist. But what made me, what made me sad and a little angry, was that it was working. Like what he talked about the Pokemon saying was work and him calling back out to it was working so oh, he right, right, played right. his recording and that's and when came. the pokemon started but getting close team and rocket came. ruined it yeah team rocket ruined it and they were like oh my gosh if we get this gigantic pokemon the boss will love us but they were shooting at it they were like, shooting bazookas at it again and james was the one that bazookas. was had a heart he was like even i feel rotten doing this yeah he's like just he's like how could I you? Can't. Yeah, she she was like, we just need to catch it. But he was like, uh, he said, how could we harm such a sweet Pokemon? Yeah, like a sweet uh, minded, sweet natured Pokemon, which really hurt hurt my heart because you know James was was trying to gotta love James be good, you know. Gotta He's a wholesome him. dude. Yeah, it's like we know him personally. Yeah, love him. <laughs> Well, that's pretty much the end of that episode, but I really want to... Oh, well, let's... First of all, let's, let's talk about our favorite uh, Pokemon in this episode. In this episode, you say? Mm. I mean, there's it's, there's not really any, like, battles going on, um, <laughs> but we see a few... I mean, to, for me, I feel like the only thing that we really get a the gist of his crabby um oh he pinches the heck out of ash's finger he does ash actually catches him by attacking him with a stick <laughs> and crabby chops it up into little pieces yeah so i will say um crabby crabby is my choice just because i love crabby but but wait i have like a runner-up almost tied pokemon for the oh, episode okay. And even though it wasn't the real Pokemon, I'm going to say Kabuto. I knew you were going to. It wasn't even, it was just a costume. But it was really cool. Technically, Kabuto, as of right now, is uh, extinct. But when we get to that episode, <laughs> technically, you know, How do you guys feel about Kabuto? I like Kabuto. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, I... In the original blue version, I as a kid, I would always choose between the Helix Fossil and the Dome Fossil in Mount Moon, and I would always choose Kabuto. Always. Interesting. Because um, I like Kabutops a lot. 
he just, I don't know. He, I liked his sights. I don't like him. I liked him growing up. Almost Stars and Almanite, it's kind of slept on. I feel like, like not a lot of people like like him. I thought I told you Almost Star. I thought I told you <laughs> Almost Star. That's a classic. Anyway, so I thought maybe let's let's end this episode with sharing our teens. All right. And and I think that at the end of this, we will put out our poll. Or are like we'll put out a question and share with us, or like tweet us, or comment some, send it to us some way somehow. What your Gen One team would consist of? Your six pokes, your six pals, your six buddies, your six mons. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, do you want to go? Do you no, go? you, you go first. You start. All right, first on that list, you already know I got Krabby. I'm sorry, but I had to go for Krabby. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Krabby's a solid choice. Love Krabby. Number two, Star You. Number three, y'all don't at me, Diglett. She loves her. I Diglett. love Diglett because I love Doug Trio. Old Diggy. Lapras, of course. Love Lapras. Bulbasaur. OG Bulby. Snorlax. And that's her heavy hitter right there. That's the my team. That is my team. Um, What's, what about your? My team, lots of classics on mine. Personal favorites in Gen 1. Uh, I'm starting off strong with Farfetch'd, folks. Farfetch'd, specifically holding the leak, okay? I'm a big Farfetch'd guy, big duck guy. So that's why I'm getting Quaxley and Scarlet Violet. But. Love Farfetch'd. Then we're going on to the the Hitmonchan. Okay? Love me some Hitmonchan. Uh, actually, my brother-in-law and I, we've got another Pokemon page that we had started for TCG a while back. Um, it's called the Hitmonchat. <laughs> and our mascot and our logo is Hitmonchan. Uh, we love Hitmonchan. Super, super cool. Third is Snorlax. Uh, obviously, you just have to love Snorlax. Scyther is next. Um, and I'm also a huge Scizor fan. Yeah. So, love me some Scyther. Yeah, always thinking about the evolved versions of yeah, this team. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that makes a big difference, right? Um, Oddish is just so cute. And obviously... Um, Oddish falls into Viola Plume, and we both love Viola Plume. Got the shiny. And uh, Arcanine. I threw Arcanine on my team because I'm a big dog person. And who doesn't want, like, a pseudo-legendary flaming dog boy? Dog boy? Yeah. Dog boy. Doggo. Doggo. So, that's that's my team. It was very hard for me because I love a lot of Gen 1 Pokemon. I mean, I think it's going to be a fun to... We'll, we'll create, you know, our teams with every gen yeah that we go through and gen one was hard but i think gen two is gonna be really hard oh gen two is just we literally so gonna many, stop me so many good ones oh it's gonna be that tough come up. well do we have anything else that we want to talk about i mean i feel like it was um as far as episode wise i think we're pretty good i think we're, we're good um y'all there's a lot of uh pokemon news oh yeah we're we're <laughs> 
Pokemon news has been insane. So I think we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back with all the news for you all. We'll kind of talk about all that, have a good discussion. Um, so yeah, small break. Be right back. Hang on tight. And we are back. Uh, we're going to talk about some Pokemon news. Since There's been a lot of Pokemon news that has racked up since our last episode. So we're going to start with the new up uh new um news about um scarlet and violet um do you want to talk about like the what is it called go adventure sure let's go feature that's what's kind of crazy they called this the let's go feature um and i'll just read this is coming straight from pokemon.com it says, uh, tell your Pokemon to go adventure. Uh, you can have one Pokemon out and walking with you in the Paldea regions. Great outdoors. When you have a Pokemon exploring with you in the field, you can use the Let's Go feature to send that Pokemon off in the direction you indicate. The Pokemon you send out then independently picks up items in the area and even has auto battles with nearby Pokemon. Okay, so... We gotta talk about this. Yeah. Okay, so... I actually didn't know about the, like, they can pick up things. That's pretty cool. That's. It's really. That's pretty nifty. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great feature. It, it's literally, like, giving the Pokemon, um, the every Pokemon you have the ability pick up. Mm. Um, while still maintaining its actual abilities, you know. So, auto abilities. battles. Um, let's talk about. The auto battles things. I feel like there's going to be a lot of controversy on this. There will be. Um, I'm surprised that I haven't really heard a lot of complaints about it yet. But I feel like there maybe maybe it'll more come come out when the game <clears throat> comes out. Now, I, I agree. Um, but what I don't see is I don't think they've mentioned unless I'm unless I'm missing it. There it is. By defeating wild Pokemon in auto battles, your Pokemon can also earn items and experience points. Master using this new feature to explore every nook and cranny of the vast Paldea region with your Pokemon. So, that... Well, explain what auto battles are. So, auto battles... Auto battles are a new way of battling that can be activated by using the Let's Go feature. Doing so will send out a Pokemon to battle wild Pokemon without needing orders from its trainer. Your Pokemon can be sent into an auto battle against wild Pokemon you see on the field, and it can even find Pokemon to engage in auto battles on its own. So my question is, you're battling this Pokemon. Is the Pokemon... Are you going to be able to catch it? And is it going to be automatically caught? Or is it just battling to battling battle it for experience? I think you're... Um, I think that that has to be broken down into two different levels. I think that, in general, it's just battling to gain experience points and to wander around and find items. Mm -hmm. But in auto battles, just for experience, unless you tap back into your Pokemon's battle screen or call it or something, or, like, engage and interact with your Pokemon Mm -hmm. while it's in an auto battle. Right, so you and can if, like basically decide if you want to catch it during yes, that battle and make the decision for yourself, uh, guys. 
I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that. Who would who would say? Um, my I think my brother would say like, you don't you don't have the grind. Yeah, there's no grind. There there might not be, but. And here's the other thing. That's lazy. Do yeah. Lazy battling. That's but, the whole point of the whole game. But here's the thing. We do they get the same amount of experience points from auto battles? Do they? We yeah. have no idea. I mean, I assume they will. But assuming has got me. Has, but that's also a part of like people love the original old games because of the grind, because of the hours that you gotta put into it. But I think that this is a choice. I don't think you have to do auto battles. You think you could turn that feature off? Well, I don't even think that you have to turn the feature off. I think that you have to send your Pokemon out into auto battles for them to be able, for them to do them. So if you're not sending your Pokemon into the auto battles, then you don't have to worry about it. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll you send the Pokemon you send out. But you want independently fix the bottoms. You want your Pokemon to be out with you. That's true. With you, so you know. That is true. Automatically does it, or if you choose, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see, right? It's interesting. Um, There's going to be a great debate on this feature for sure, because you know the already great debate was the experience share. People want the grind, as you're saying. They want the games to be more difficult, even though Pokemon has marketed their games to everyone. You know, kids have played, they make so much money. They want everybody to be able to play this game. Obviously, people like you and me, um, who are whole adults, (laughs) who are not going to not buy this game. Because we love Pokemon so much, regardless of, of the grind, we're going to love and enjoy the games anyways. And there's different features to grind out and experience that kind of gameplay in the games anyways. Right. Um, but people people want to have a toggle for the X share, experience share, and they haven't had that in years. So it's 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 going to make a difference how this works. Um, specifically just for gaining experience. Yeah. Um, but looking at it the other way, is uh, is shiny hunting? Are you going to be able to run into shinies in auto in auto battles? Is your is your Pokemon that's walking around with you that you send out is going to be engaging in in auto battles? Is it going to be able to find shinies? That's a good question. And what happens if it kills the shiny? Will you get an alert? When that Pokemon engages in battle with a shiny, and be able to tap into it, and be like, "Oh, don't want you to kill that." You gotta be. I I, I want to catch it. So that's what me and my brother-in-law with Seth were talking about. Uh, he was like, "Man, people are gonna be real pissed off if they if they find out that their Pokemon kills the shiny." Oh gosh. Yeah, for sure. And I was just thinking, like, maybe you'll just get an alert on your screen or a notification little icon that'll pop up and flash like shiny da da has been found or you know right just be able to capture it right then and there i don't know they've never like told you that it's shiny before other than the uh the little 
the sparkle yeah, animation. Um, but there is a new, I wouldn't say new, but there's always a specific shiny hunting method in each game. Um, a few carry over like Masuda method in breeding um, and whatnot, but there's always new methods. So maybe this could be it. Who knows? Well, I guess that'll carry on to us talking about the new Pokemon that they have officially dropped for the game. We want to talk about those. We've already talked about the other ones, but we'll just talk about the other new ones that have just released. Where do you want to start here? Well, let's talk about first... Uh... Oh, yeah. Grafii? <clears throat> so... We had touched on it, but it hadn't been. I'm disappointed released. that it was not an evolution of Smeargle. I mean, me too. I'm not mad at this Pokemon. I'm not in love with its design because it's very futuristic. But I think that that that's kind of the idea that they're, you know, kind of going with with uh, Violet. Mm-hmm. You're right. So I mean, it kind of goes with that vibe. You're right. Um, it's a. It's what's its actual name? Uh, an I I. Yeah. Yeah. The po- the animal. It's based on the animal an I I. Yeah. Uh, it's like a little lemur like Pokemon, and it's got these like purple around its eyes. Its eyes are really futuristic. Um, mm-hmm. it paints with its hand and its finger, and it's like his fingers like a paintbrush. Yeah. <clears throat> and um. I'm pretty sure there's a reference to why they made him so colorful, like with the with the Paldea region, what it's based on in Spain. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. Let's see. I'm pretty sure, though. He's a cool Pokemon. Click on him for a second. I'm pretty sure he's, what, normal poison? Yes. Normal poison. What does this Pokedex little. entry say so far? Who is it? Oh. Uh, he's a moody Pokemon with... I don't know what to say. How do you say that word? Uh, fast... <laughs> fastidious? Fastidious? Disposition? It fastidious? does form packs, so it's a lone, it's a lone Pokemon. Um, it likes to roam alone. It's constantly caught up in territorial struggles with other Pokemon, so it's, it's a loner. It's kind of interesting that they made it a loner because... Like, people that do graffiti, I feel like they're kind of loners. That's true. They're, like, going off on their own way. Yeah. And, oh, that's really cool. It's kind of, Yeah, territorial, territorial. Str- struggles. They're marking their territory. Mark- yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, I don't know. I can't figure out what I was trying to say with the colors, but this region in general is, you know, based on Spain, and and it's just a colorful, it's a colorful region. To begin with, so yeah, we like that. Let's talk about uh, the armored Pokemon. Okay, my mind was blown. So obviously, they released this new Scarlet and Violet trailer, and I was so excited. Like it was such a, a good way to start the week off, and I just I couldn't believe these two Pokemon. They're so cool, and and this is gonna spark a whole a whole new debate. Um, that we just had with her brother, but we'll touch on that in a second. So, yeah. 
The first one is Armor Armor Rouge. Yeah, Armor Rouge. And uh Fire Psychic. Yeah, he's a fire psychic, which is a very um unique type. Combo. That one's fire psychic, and then uh the other one, what's that? Uh Cerulege. Cerulege. Cerulege, yeah. Is a fire ghost. Which I think the fire ghost idea is really cool. It is. I mean, I mean, I, we, they did do that in our, uh, Legends. Yeah, they did in Legends with um, um, and Typhlosion, um, and you also have um, Chandelier, too. Oh yeah, and um, I like just I like, few. I love that one. Oh yeah, solid. But this design is sick. It is absolutely sick. So, Serulege or Cerulege um is a pokemon violet exclusive he's got these like translucent violet uh blades he's just super sick Which like, i'm pretty upset because i really want scarlet but i really like that one i like that one a lot better yeah she's already trying to guilt trip me into trading her that pokemon please please uh we'll we'll, we'll think about it we'll talk about it we'll debate in trade talk because he's just super sick and i mean uh armor rouge is uh Design is not bad at all either. Like I really like his design, design too. It just uh, he's got cannons on his armor instead of the blades that Sarah has. So they're two different kind of warriors, right? So obviously, I'm like imagining him shooting fire blasts, um, Avatar style. What do cannons. we think about the like the style of the humanoid? Uh, so that's the debate. Actually, uh, uh, figures. We had this debate, and what's what's hilarious is that earlier in this episode, I mentioned that uh, her brother and I have a Pokemon page as well called uh, the Hitmon Chat, and we started opening tons of different TCG boxes and packs of cards, and it's just super fun. And so we've got different pages for that on TikTok and Instagram as well, but. Um, he was saying that he hated all the humanoid Pokemon, and literally our page is like based on Hitmonchan, <laughs> which is a humanoid Pokemon. So I was like, you you can't possibly hate all humanoid Pokemon. So it's like, what are the humanoid Pokemon that are cool and that you like the designs of, and which ones do you hate and just feel like either one they're too much like a human, so their design lacks like that I feel like Pokemon that's a, feel. That's a great just like a whole topic. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one too because you got there's like so many you could think about. I mean, personally, I really do not like the design of Cinderace. A lot of people do, though, because it's literally a rabbit, but it's so human. Bottom I, half. I don't mind Cinderace as much as I don't like Inteleon. Yeah. You know. I feel like because they both came from the same gen. Yeah, they're bipedal. It's just, it was a lot. It was, it, it was a lot. Number one, and I'm going to get backlash for this, no. but I, ooh, just, I hate Incineroar. Same. I, I, I don't want any more Incineroar. <laughs> no more Incineroar. And he's so good, too, competitively. And you know what? He's good in Super Smash Bros. But no more like Cinderace. Incineroar. You said Cinderace. I mean, Incineroar. <laughs> no more Incineroar. I'm fine with Cinderace. Um, honestly, last gen's starters 
That didn't do it for me. That just didn't do it for me. Yeah. What about um like my champ, my choke? I think I think my champ's classic. So for sure, classic. But that's a, those are like one of the first you know humanoid Pokemon or you know right Hitmon. Really humanoid, Chan. like you know he's literally a wrestler. But crazy. I still love I still love that line. I mean, either way, just because it's an OG. Um, Hitmonlee, love Hitmonlee. One more that I hate. Hate I hate Grimmsnarl. And oh my gosh, hate's a strong word. Like I don't hate Pokemon. I try to love every Pokemon, give every Pokemon a chance. And specifically, I'll do play playthroughs with games with Pokemon that I would like typically never use, because it's just fun, you know, to use different ones. But Grimmsnarl, I just don't like his face. I don't either. You know. And you know, we were talking about um, the, the uh, one of the starters, and the possibility of it being a humanoid Pokemon. And I really hope that's not the case because that's the one I want. Yes. So if. If uh, Sprigatito uh, evolves People are guessing into, that it's going to evolve into like a... If he walks on two legs, man... It walk... Yeah, I don't... I hope not. Just just make him an actual jungle cat. Cat! You know? Make it like Persian. Yes. Persian is like one of the best it's like classic cat design. design. I even like it better than... Uh, shoot, what is it? Like Purloin or whatever. Like any of those cat Pokemon. I think Persian is one of the best. Just classic. Classic. I agree. That's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that little... uh little tangent. Tangent there. We'll keep going on the new Pokemon. The next one we're going to talk about is Cloth. And Kirshen's got a lot to say about Cloth. He's amazing. Cloth, <laughs> Cloth will be in my team wholeheartedly like i can tell you now rock type <clears throat> powerful claws this thing hold this thing is four foot three and oh. weighs 174 pounds yeah it's giant it's like a giant crab i love it so we were we we're talking about uh the crab pokemon in general and y'all there's a lot of crab pokemon we got crabby kingler we got Crustle and Dweeble. We got Parasect and Paris. Crawdunt, Corefish, Clauncher and Clodzer. And then if you count Kabuto, is if, if you think Kabuto is a crab Pokemon. But man. And those are some solid crabs right there. I mean, slept on. Uh, Clauncher and Clawitzer are really cool because that's the, uh, what do you call that one? It's like the crab that. That shoots like air. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And boils everything. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a super cool design. Uh, but I, I love all the crap. And Crawdont, sucker for Crawdont. Used him in Gen 3 and Hoenn so many times. But Cloth, let me tell you, he's going to be a a great crab Pokemon. Um, I really love his design because he's the ambush Pokemon. And he's got bushes on his arms. <laughs> And his eyes, I just love his eyes because his eyes literally look like uh, uh, ping pong balls with little black Sharpie dots on them. <laughs> I just love it. 
Um, and he's going to be, I think he's going to be a pretty solid option competitively with his, uh, his ability too. He's got anger shell and, sh- and shell armor. So anger shell, basically he's, you're going to kind of use him like a pulty, geist. So, you know, he'll drop his defenses, um, raises speed in his attack, give a nice held item. And if he gets a priority move, he will absolutely just wreak havoc. So pretty awesome. It's pretty true. Well, it's, pretty crazy that they've been dropping so many hints on so many different pokemon yeah and everything and just there's a lot it seems like we still got a while until it comes uh out. i think i read somewhere someone made a comment it was like 70 something days 70 70 71 days that was a few days ago so we're getting there it feels like a while because it's going to be november so end of november it end. drops it drops before thanksgiving yep. though so that's something to hang your head on. Yeah. Um. Also, one thing I wanted to mention too that we didn't touch on briefly was that they showed the um the uh like the bad team that you oh, deal yes. with. Oh uh, yes, Star. Yeah. Like the gang. Yeah, the gang, uh, the villains. That's what I'm trying to say. The villains. Yeah. And uh, in Scarlet and Violet, and basically it's like the the troublesome kids from right. the school. So the the delinquents. I like that. Yeah, I like that, and I and I was telling Christian the other day that they also announced that they are going to be making a um, Scarlet and Violet anime. Yeah, um, show. so that'll be really cool. Very excited for that. So you know, we have an endless amount of content to go through here. For sure. Oh my gosh. On Rare Candy. Yeah. Well, we apologize for this length, but you guys, we were gone for two weeks. And we're back, and we had a lot to share. We had a lot to talk about, and we're excited to get back into the swing of things. Um, life gets in the way sometimes, but we are here, and we hope that you continue to listen, and we hope that you continue to tune in. And don't forget to check our Twitter page. Don't forget to you know, follow us on Instagram, and... Send us messages. We want to contact you guys. We want to talk to you guys. And listen. Questions. Please listen, guys, and connect with us because we love sharing with you and we want to continue to do it. So we're going to continue to do it. And we want to hear from you all, too. Yep. All right. Well, we hope you guys have a good one. We will share candy with you later. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Thank you.